0: Hello Believers, this is Dr. Shante and welcome to another episode of Believing Bigger Podcast. I hope that you guys are enjoying this season as much as I have enjoyed presenting it to you. This is the podcast that helps entrepreneurs and people who want to create impact in the world find the tools, the confidence, and most importantly, the faith to believe bigger in their dreams. And so here we are at episode number five of season six, and we are going to talk about a few things okay we're going to talk about a few things and so our guiding scriptures today come from two books both Luke and Matthew because they are similar and parallel stories and Luke 19 16 through 19 says this the first came before him saying Lord your mina has made 10 minas more and he said to him well done good servant because you have been faithful in very little, you shall have authority over ten cities. And the second came saying, Lord, your Mina has made five Minas. And he said to him, And you are to be over five cities. So we are going to be talking about a few things talents and Minas. You know, I was this close to naming this episode Mina, Mina, Amina, Mina, 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 Mina. Only hip hop heads will get that. If you don't listen to hip hop, you'll be like, Wait. So just let that one pass you by. But what we're going to be talking about today is, guess what? It's not yours. The accountant and increase. So let's get right into our content. Beginning with, guess what? It's not yours. And Matthew 25, 14 and 15 says, For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted them to his property to one he gave five talents to another two to another one to each according to his ability then he went away and then luke 19:12 through 13 says he said therefore A nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and then return, calling 10 of his servants. And he gave them 10 minas and said to them, engage in business until I come. And so these are somewhat like parallel stories. So, you know, Jesus always used stories and parables in order to convey heavenly lessons uh, by using earthly Vehicles, And so we see very similar stories where we have a master who was going away to conduct business and in his absence, he has entrusted his property and his money and his possessions to his servants. And so Luke says he gave them minas and in Matthew, it says he gave them talent. So in Matthew, he entrusted them with his property and Luke, he gave them 10 minas with the instruction to engage in business until he returned newsflash believers the gifts and talents that you have dun, dun, dun they don't belong to you they were given to you by God with the expectation that you were going to use them towards productive ends so in Matthew it says that the master gave talents to his servants each according to their ability what does that mean It means that some people can handle more than others. It means that some people have a greater capacity to do more than others. It means that some people have multiple talents more than others. And if you have multiple talents, what does that say about your infrastructure, about how God has designed you? God has designed some of us with a greater capacity to produce more than others. Some of us are butter knives. And some of us are Swiss Army knives. And if you a butter knife, there is nothing wrong with that. Be a bomb butter knife, <laughs> okay? But if you are a Swiss Army knife, then you are expected to use your talents to produce at an even greater level. You notice how creative people, they're never just singularly talented. They're multiple talents. They are interested in more than one thing. They can speak and they can write and they can sing and they can dance. It's never just one thing when you're a creative person. And because you are creative in that way, God expects you to leverage those gifts for productive means. It means the more that you have, the more that you are expected to produce. In the book of Luke, Luke says, engage in business until I come. Engage means to participate or become involved in. Business means dealings or transactions, usually of an economic nature. In Luke, each person only got one Mina. This means that while you may not have as much as somebody else, you at least got the one. And so many of us get caught up in that. You know, we look at somebody who's a triple threat or they can do this and they can do that. And they got a podcast and they got a book and they got a YouTube channel and they're doing so many things. And you just trying to get your one thing off the ground. Good. Do that one thing and do it well. Do it to the best of your ability. Don't look at what somebody else has and neglect the one thing that you have. The question is, what are you doing with the one that you have? Whatever that talent is, whatever that gift is, you know, I'm a choir director at my church. See, look at that. Yet another talent I have. I'm a choir director at my church and I have so many choir members that are soloists but they never volunteer for the solos. They're like, I don't want to get up there in front of all those people. I don't Mm want to be, I don't want people talking about me. They have these gifts, but they don't step up. You know, they'll sing in the crowd. They'll hide in the crowd, but they won't step out and be in the forefront. And so the question is, what are you doing with the one gift that you have? Even though you don't have as much as someone else, many of us are wishing that we had another one when we haven't used or leveraged or maximized the one that we already have. The gifts that we've been given, they're not souvenirs. The parallel between these two things is that each master had an expectation for their servants to do something with what they were given. They're not souvenirs. They're investments. God has invested in you. God has invested in me. And whenever we invest, what do we expect to see? We expect to see a return on our investment. That's the difference between spending and investing. Money that is spent, you'll never see that money again. But money that is invested will not only be seen again, but will bring company when it returns. So if you invested $1, when I see you again, I expect to see $2, $3. Now, I'm gonna tell my, my gambling story, okay? I'm not a gambler. I just, I don't have that thing that, makes me want to take money that I've earned and risk it on potentially not getting it back. But the one time that I did gamble, I was at a Harris Casino in New Orleans and somebody had convinced me like, go oh, ahead, you know, just one time, just do the slot machine. So I put my $1 in the slot machine and I pulled the little handle and I got $5 and I said, thank you. And I cashed out like I don't, that was it for me, you know, so I can't, out, I came out on top. And I'm not encouraging gambling, you know, but what I'm saying is, is that when you put in one thing, you know, that's why people do gamble is because they expect to come out with more. I'm not talking about gambling. I'm talking about investing. When God places his investment in us, he expects us to produce something with it to come back with more than what he gave us, which brings us to the accountant. So now that we're clear that what we have is not ours, okay, it's on loan, it belongs to the master. We don't have ownership of these gifts and talents. They are on loan to us from the master. This means that any time the rightful owner can come and reclaim possession of his property or at a minimum, inquire about his property. You know, sometimes we get beside ourselves and we lose sight of who's really in charge and how we got what we got and how we've gotten where we've gotten to. God has allowed all of that to happen. God has placed these gifts within us and he has the right to ask and say, okay, what have you done with what I've given you? And so Matthew 25, 19 and Luke 19, 15, respectively say this, Now, after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. Luke says when he returned, having received the kingdom, he ordered these servants to whom he had given the money to be called to him, that he might know what they had gained by doing business. You know, my daddy, he has this saying, y'all living like y'all ain't gonna never die. And I believe in, and what is that saying? A Carpe diem, you know, seize the day. But here's the thing. I know, and you know, one inevitable truth. We all have a date with destiny. We are all going to leave here at some point that this life that we have right now, this is temporary, is passing us by day by day. This earth, this realm is not our home. We're just passing through, okay? And when our time here has ended, we all have an appointment with the accountant who was the accountant yes it's god most of us hate meeting with the accountant okay we don't want to rehash our expenditures what we gained and what we lost and what we spent and and where we didn't save like we were supposed to save but sooner or later we are going to get that spiritual audit okay and when you get audited the question is how many lives will have been impacted because of your obedience to use the gift and the talent and the Mina that God has given you? How many people will, Will be drawn closer to God or will glorify God because of your obedience to use what God has given you for his glory? How many broken relationships will be restored because of your obedience? How many people will be released from the burden of guilt because of your obedience? How many people will believe that with God, all things really are possible because of your obedience? When he says, I expect you to go and do business, to go and conduct business, to go out into the marketplace and engage in business. Those are the types of things that when you use your gifts and your talents to the glory of God, that yield that sort of result. Now, some of us, we have invested aggressively. And though we took some losses, you know, we produced a significant return on God's investment. You know, I know I have. I give you the testimony that I I gave up my coaching practice in the beginning of this podcast coaching five or so clients at a time to do the podcast which wasn't paying anything but I did that and the result was the impact or the ability to reach hundreds of thousands of people like I'm just so humbled by that still that, wow, God, you gave you gave me this voice and you gave me this zeal to learn and love your word. And you gave me this calling to speak to your people and to give them hope and inspire them to believe bigger. Lord God, you gave me that. And because I used it the way that you asked me to use it, hundreds of thousands of people around the world are blessed. And I just, wow, I just... I don't even have the words for that. So I I invested aggressively and have I taken some losses? Yeah, you know, the podcast doesn't pay, (laughs) but has it produced a significant return on what God has invested in me in terms of lives being changed? It absolutely has. And I cannot put a price on that. Some of us have invested modestly and produced a decent return on God's investment. We didn't go hard in the paint, but you know, we invested modestly and, and we got some gains. And if you fall into either one of these categories, whether you invested aggressively with your talents and your gifts or you invested modestly, you have nothing to worry about. God will say, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with little. I will make you ruler over much. But whoa, remember what we said? Woe was right. Ruinous calamity. But woe to the one that when the master returns has nothing to show the master but a pile of pitiful excuses. And we do that. God has given us gifts. God has given us talent. And when the master says, well, what did you do with what I gave you? What are we going to say? Well, you know, Lord, my daddy wasn't in the picture and, 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 you know, he, he was off the scene and I was struggling with that. Your daddy wasn't in the picture when God gave you the gift. Okay. So what's the point? Or we'll say, well, I really didn't know how to go about it. And you know, I, I don't know much about that, but who did you ask? How hard did you try? Have you not met Google? (laughs) Jesus didn't even have Google. Not that he needed it, but still, like we all have all these excuses. The ones of us who have these gifts, these talents, and we're just sitting on our blessed assurance. The Bible says ruinous calamity is coming to you because the accountant says in verses 29 and 30 of Matthew, so take the talent from him and give it to him who has the 10 talents. For to everyone who has will be given more. And he will have an abundance, but from the one who has not even what he has will be taken away and cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness in that place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So because the talent did not belong to the servant, the master was free to take it away and give it to somebody who had already demonstrated their ability to produce. You don't ever want to find yourself in that category as a believer, as a creative, as a a person who wants to create impact in the world. You don't want to be in that category of people where God has given you something to leverage, to maximize, to use, which is more than enough to be able to change somebody's life in a meaningful and significant way and then when he comes to give an account of what you have done with it that you don't have anything for him but excuses which brings us to increase and he who had received the five talents came forward bringing five talents more saying master you delivered to me five talents here I have made five talents more his master said to him well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful over a little I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also, who had the two talents, came forward, saying, Master, you delivered to me talents. Here I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. It's simple math, folks. If you want more from God, You have to do more for God. If you want more from God, you have to do more for God. It is as simple as that. The master didn't just give them more talents. He promoted them based on their production. He positioned them, okay? He positioned them, some he gave five, some he gave two, you know, each according to his ability. They all got something and he positioned them to be able to do something with it. He said, I will set you over much because you have produced when you produce when you bear fruit you don't just get more you get elevated let me repeat that when you produce when you bear fruit you don't just get more you get elevated he said not only did you do what I asked you to do not only did you produce beyond what I initially gave you you are going to get a promotion I'm going to set you over much you did well with the few things, now you get to be in charge of many things. You get more responsibility, and when you get put in charge, that means that you actually have to manage what's been given to you. To manage means to be in charge of, so you need to understand that when you receive increase, you don't receive more for the purpose of simply having more, okay. You receive more to manage more. So just like you were initially given that talent and you produced and now God is giving you more, he's giving you more because you need to produce more. Not to just say, "Woo, glad I did that. Time for retirement. No, you get more because he expects you to do more. You need to manage more. And I say all this to say, you need to understand what comes from the life that you're praying for. You need to understand what comes from the audience that you're praying for. You need to know the implications, the tax implications of the finances and the wealth that you're praying for. You need to understand the time implications of the life that you're praying for and how it's going to take time away from things that you love to do and people that you love to be with. You need to understand the implications of that because to whom much is given, Much is required. Increase comes with an abundance, but it also comes with an abundance of things to manage. You can't be the CEO of your company if you haven't been the CEO of your life. You can't be the CEO of a company if you still owe the IRS because of just your personal finances and mismanagement of your own finances. How can we want to manage the talents of others when we haven't managed our own talent? Increase is directly tied to productivity and accountability. Let me repeat that. Increase is directly tied to productivity. You have to produce something with what you've already been given and accountability. When God comes to say, what have you done with what I've given you? You have to be able to show that you were a good steward over what you were given. What you have been entrusted with can be taken away at any time because the one who didn't do anything, the one who buried his talent in the ground, the one who said, well, I really didn't know and and I was scared and I had doubts and, and all of that. The Bible says that that servant got his talent taken away and it was given to somebody who was already producing. So the question is, what are you doing with what you have been entrusted with? If you have been faithful over a few things, you are in good shape because you are set up to be in charge over much. That is it, folks. That is the end of episode five. If you enjoyed this episode, hit me up at Dr. Shante Says on Twitter, on Instagram. But of course, you know, I want you to join the Believers in Action community. I recorded these episodes in advance so that I would have time to spend time with you. Okay, so that that we can produce more together collectively and creatively doing more things to change this world for the better to create greater impact so head on over to readytobelieve.com. and I cannot wait to work with you and engage with you and your other listeners and community members so that we can do what God has called us to do so that when we meet the accountant he will be able to say well done good and faithful servants I will see you guys next time See you.